when I think of the story, maybe something beautiful. I see everyone in this room. Whether you are doing your best not to squirm in your seat or pinch somebody near you, whether you are doing your best to focus with new distractions, you are part of making this community beautiful. All here, all in this space, painting our community. Maybe Something Beautiful is based on actual events, and they took place in the East Village neighborhood near San Diego, California. Today, if you go to East Village, you will see a beautiful, colorful place with murals on the buildings, quotes on the sidewalks with words from Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., Cesar Chavez, and you'll see colorful benches and mosaics around the trees and sidewalks. But this was not always the case. For many, many years, it was the gray, drab place from the book, and the people in the community moved from the place to place as though the community were nothing more than a means to an end. Going from point A to point B, seeking shelter at home, and then going to work or school to produce something. The community was not a source, not a source of joy, not a source of inspiration. And then a couple moved in. One of the couple was the illustrator in the book, Rafael Lopez, and his wife, Candice Lopez, a graphic designer. They moved into that community and started to organize community art projects. They started with a couple of murals, the joy of urban living and the strength of the women. And then they painted utility boxes and benches and beautiful mosaics. The people who lived there were working together. And as they did that, they now moved through a space that gave them inspiration and connection. The authors of the story tell us that before long, the entire neighborhood was a work of art. Moving through the space became its own source of joy and pride. A source of joy and pride and even money as they auctioned off some of those colorful benches to fund scholarships for at-risk students so they could develop their artistic abilities. From a gray means to an end became a source of joy and support for the future. And not only that, a source of inspiration as this urban vibrance art movement spread through other communities, all just by inviting people to create something together. Amazing. A splash of paint, a good time together, meeting a new neighbor. One thing leads to another and finally a beautiful source of joy for everyone. When I think about the story, I think about us. So many have already added color and zest in this community. We've done many great things in the past and have much to look forward to, the auction being one of them. But what will we become together this year? What will we become together this year? The poet Bertolt Brecht once said, Everyone chases after happiness. Not noticing happiness is right at their heels. What does that mean? It's easy to say that we're beautiful, 
we must notice it. It's easy to say that in worship and coffee hour, we will witness joy and hardship and connect with one another, and through this, we build something beautiful. It's easy to say that in this year, you can look forward to children and youth spiritual development sessions where you'll meet new people, you'll create and recommit to and remake a covenant. You'll bake wonderful pancakes if you're in the youth area, which I personally am looking forward to this year. Pancakes for the whole congregation. And you'll lead worship through, and through all these things, you will make this community more beautiful this year. We have a lot to look forward to. And it's easy to say that in all things and in our social justice efforts, be that marches or letter writing or more, that we will make our world more beautiful and this community more joyous and inspiring. But, and there is a but, we have to notice it. Sometimes living in a world of gray, our own worlds of gray, we can forget to look up and see the bright smiles, the colorful minds and hearts around us. Sometimes the world of gray looks like your to-do list. Did you have a to-do list? Who here has a to-do list? Yeah. Sometimes it looks like a big to-do list. Sometimes it looks like tight budgets or long meetings or meals to cook at the end of a long day or too much homework to do. Who has too much homework? You're just getting started in the year and still, and I can raise my hand on that too. I feel like I've got too much mommy homework. You know what that is. We can miss the abundance because our smart human brains get so focused on getting from point A to point B. Get this thing done, feed these people, get that homework in, that we can overlook the beauty and the creativity around us. We can ghost beauty. You know what I mean by ghost? My oldest daughter had to explain it to me. Ghosting means that you don't see something that's there. It's like if you go into a room and you're doing stuff, people act like you're not there. Or you say something to some peers and they barely acknowledge you or they just pretend they didn't hear you. Ghosting. But when we ghost beauty, when we ghost somebody's creativity, somebody's hopes, beauty in our community starts to look like the ghosted person. A little closed. Small. Sad. But we don't have to ghost beauty. I'll have to share a story from my own experience, one where I learned to awaken to the power of the community around me. It's one I learned from the Coalition of Immokalee Workers. The Coalition is a community-based organization of farm workers, mainly Latinx, Mayan Indian, and Haitian immigrants working in low-wage jobs in Florida. They organize for fair wages and housing and a protection from worker abuses and modern slavery in the field. Now, in March 2005, I was working for the coalition on their Taco Bell Truth Tour. Anybody here heard of the Taco Bell Truth Tour? I know you have. Somebody on it with me. So they were, at this time, they were asking for one more penny per pound for tomatoes picked in Taco Bell supply chain, and they were asking for some basic oversight in their supply chain so that people who were forced laborers, enslaved laborers, wouldn't be picking the tomatoes that ended up at the Taco Bell restaurants. Well, 
The Taco Bell Truth Tour was a multi-state tour with two full tour buses full of farm workers and their allies, many of them college students, traveling from Florida all the way up through the Midwest and ending in Louisville, Kentucky. So I was supporting their logistics planning for one of the buses, 50-person bus. And you need to know this about me as we do ministry. I am not your go-to logistics planner. I... <laughs> I try. I really do my best. But I am the big picture person and the person who's thinking of hearts and minds and souls. And logistics planning is just not my strength. So, for another example, I'm the person who planned her wedding on April 15th because it had, I looked at the weather, had the lowest chance of raining that day where I wanted to get married, that time of year. And miraculously, the outside garden was available for the long hours. We wanted the wedding and the reception there. I just overlooked the little detail that April 15 is tax day. And my dad worked for the IRS. <laughs> A little thing. Now we won't forget our anniversary. Right? So here we were. There were so many logistics things for me to keep track of. I had a mountain of gray to-do list. It was overwhelming. And it wasn't just the things to do, the details. It was the issues that came up. It was the problems with sleeping arrangements and all these different stops along the way. There were sometimes no separate or convenient places for men or women or children or non-binary folks to sleep or even use the bathroom. And then there were food problems. The vegetarians among us and the people with food allergies didn't know what was safe to eat because nothing was labeled at any of these folks. So every time we got somewhere, I ran around with my clipboard chasing down hosts I didn't know just to try to keep things straight. It was my mountain of gray. But I was committed to my tasks, right? I was fighting for farm workers' basic rights. And here lies the lesson. For that first part of the tour, I was completely trapped in that mountain of logistics. I did not notice the beauty in the creative power. And then one day, one night, we had a tour stop in March in a Midwestern town, and I had to move everybody walking a mile outside to get to dinner. Only when we got to the dinner location, our hosts were no-shows. There was an empty room where there was supposed to be food and tables and with people welcoming us, and even evening entertainment. And I had walked with these farm workers. Many of them had no coats. Because as a farm worker in Florida, you not only don't need a coat, but you don't have any spare change to buy a coat. And their logistics planner was from Mississippi. And it did not occur to me that in March in the Midwest, it would be cold. That's summer in Mississippi. South Mississippi. Go see it sometime if you're cold here. So, here I was in this room, and all I saw in my mountain of gray was failure. I had let these people down. I couldn't get it all together. Maybe I should have checked ahead of time again. I didn't do it. So what did I do? I added something to my to-do list. Call around, find a restaurant, find delivery, get food here, and we ate in this empty room with chairs. No food. Well, the next morning, somebody came up and talked to me at the overnight location, and she said, I didn't have to take all that on. I didn't have to make all those decisions. 
or get all that done? I could have asked all those 50 people around me for ideas, for colorful solutions, and for help. And she was right. After that, I began to notice that there were people with beautiful ideas and solutions all around me. There were people who would form a group to solve the sleeping arrangement problem. There were people who would get on the food problem and label food so that vegetarians and people with food allergies knew what was safe to eat and we could keep food separate. There were people who could even help arrange getting coats and sweaters for cold weather marches along the way. All I had to do was pull myself out of the gray mountain of challenges and notice the community with all the color and ideas around. Is there somewhere you're feeling stuck? I wonder, I invite you to look around and notice the bright smiles and the colorful solutions around you, like the folding the paper like an airplane to keep you engaged. That is coloring this room, and it's a brilliant idea, and it's recyclable. <laughs> There's someone in here feeling lonely, or you see somebody else feeling lonely. I invite you to reach out. Offer some color, some fun, some idea, some connection. And I have a specific thought, very specific thought, about our coffee hours. Sometimes I wonder in our fellowship time if you ever found yourself moving in there and thinking about that mountain of to-do list for the committee of all the stuff that needs to get done this congregational year, and you find somebody on that committee and you're like, great, I can get this figured out now. But mired in that to-do list, are we overlooking the fellowship of this community? So maybe we can move out of the mountain of gray to do and do the work of the church, which is the abundant community and connection that is right here all around us. Because this noticing the gifts of everyone and inviting everyone to join in and color our worlds this is the art of community. In noticing the beauty that's there and in noticing that help is that is waiting to be given, in this way we become what we long to be. When we notice beauty in worship and allow a teaching to open our hearts and minds, when we bear witness to our joys and our sorrows, we are creating a beautiful space to hold every soul, every heart. When you notice a way you can give to this community, whether that is time or talent or ideas or treasure, you are creating something lasting to sustain this community, which is beautiful. When you notice the beauty all around us and the shining gifts that brighten our days that we each bring, what will we continue year after year to become together? Maybe, just maybe, something beautiful. Amen.